Recorded live. Hello, it's Mike again. It's over religion, dystopia, only versus belief. <clears throat> Thank goodness God got a hold of me. I was just, uh, Almighty God, save me from myself. Almighty God, save me from myself. From my sinful ways, from my uh, filthy habits, thank you for helping me get get through this uh, this day, this high holiday, called Christmas, Christmas. Dear God, heal my body, heal my soul. Through the power and authority of Jesus Christ, pour your spirit into me, God. Is there any way you can heal my family? That would be awesome. <clears throat> if that can't be, let's break peace. Soon us, if that can't be, and I don't know what to do. I guess just leave it to your hands. Do not like Christmas, Christmas. It's just, uh, but it's also an opportunity to to bear the, the testimony uh, of my faith in Jesus and Jesus, Jesus alone. That's, that's the only hope. It's, it's, uh, or is this the Mormon Church? Catholic Church, the other church, Eastern Orthodox Church, whatever. There is no other church outside of Jesus. And there's so many dangers wrought with all these different churches. We all have our own crosses to bear and our own minefields and our own things that Satan has cursed us with. So it's not like I'm passing judgment on any of my peers or my uh, siblings or my family members or anybody else because there's plenty of stones to be thrown at me, that's for sure. But uh, <clears throat> lots of heavy attacks, spiritual attacks, especially after I uh, posted on the YouTube channel uh, of the spiritual attacks of last week's spiritual attacks of the demonic entities that attacked me and my son, the images. Need to say the demons and the. Satan himself and uh, witches and sorcerers and all those that are involved with that didn't like that, and so they, of course, are going to attack me for that. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's a tough, 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 tough gig. It's a battle I wasn't expecting to be get involved in. <laughs> Not at all. 
But in God's wisdom, all all these things to happen to wake me up. The fact that he's sovereign and that uh, there's no hope outside of him. So, what is one to do? God, help me to repent. Give me the strength that I need to repent. Forgive me of all my wretched sins. But you have, you covered me with your blood, my past, present, and future sins, and help me of my most pressing sins, help me to repent against them. It opened me up. These, uh, I believe the primary reason why these demons feel like they're, they have a right to come after me. In particular... And I think these uh, I'm tired. But at the same token, I'm going to read out of the Bible. I'm going to get back to reading John, which I didn't get very far. Um, because instead of wasting time and feeling sorry for myself, uh, I'm just going to read out of the Bible. And since I'm going to read out of the Bible, my thinking is, as terrible as my reading may be, that I would share it with any in who would be willing to listen to my reading. Um, maybe there's somebody who uh, will have to be working this week in a factory, in an office, and can tolerate or my voice or whatever, the words of God. And, uh, yeah. So instead of just thinking about myself, I was trying to serve my Lord, Savior Jesus Christ. So, dear Heavenly Father, Almighty God, give us the day of the way, the God of heaven and earth, the God who breathed life into us, God who divided the waters from waters, created the firmament, Almighty God that created the day and the night, Almighty God, Almighty Oh, amazing God. Please bless this reading. Pour your Holy Spirit into this reading. Into me. An unworthy vessel to receive the, the your Holy Spirit. And please, heal this vessel. For eternity. And while I'm here. And I may be a worthy vessel to serve you. And uh, and oh my God, God, uh, help me to reach out to all those that might hear you, your word. Uh, thank you, God. Let's go back to chapter one. Let's just start from the beginning. Uh, I, I attempted uh, Christmas. Christmas was a very interesting. Twenty-four hours, uh, <laughs> say at least. And uh, appreciate it all the, the all all the experiences, good and bad. And uh, but let's move on, huh? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Same was in the beginning 
with God. And all things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of man. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. The same came for a witness, to bear the witness, excuse me, to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them, that believed on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. And the world and the word was made flesh, and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father full of grace and truth. God bear witness of him, excuse me, John bear witness of him, and cried, saying, This was he of whom I spake. He that cometh after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. And of his fullness have all we received and grace for grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. No man hath seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he hath declared him. And this is the record of John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who art thou? And he confessed, Deny not, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, What then? Art thou Elias? And he saith, I am not. Art thou, art thou that prophet? And he answered, No. Then said they unto him, who art thou, that we may give an answer to them that sent us? What sayest thou of thyself? And he said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as said the prophet Isaiah. And they which were sent were of the Pharisees.
And they asked him and said unto him, Why baptize? Why baptizes? Now then, if thou be not that Christ, or Elias, and neither that prophet. John answered them, saying, I baptize with water, but there standeth one among you whom ye know not. He it is who coming after me is perfect, excuse me, is preferred before me, whose shoes latches I am not worthy to unloose. These things were done in Beth Abara, Beth uh, <laughs> Beth Abhara, beyond Jordan, where John was baptizing. The next day, John seeth Jesus coming unto him and saith, "Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world." This is he of whom I said, After me cometh a man which is preferred before me, for he was before me, and I knew him not, but that he should be made manifest to Israel. Therefore am I come, baptizing with water. And John bare record, saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove. And it abode upon him. Did I say that right? Yeah. And I knew him not, but he that set me to baptize with water. The same said unto me, Upon whom thou shalt see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, the same is he which baptizes with the Holy Ghost. And I saw a bare record that this is the Son of God. Again, the next day after, John stood and two of his disciples, and looking upon Jesus, as he walked, he saith, Behold, the Lamb of God. And the two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. Then Jesus turned and saw them following, and saith unto them, What seek ye? And they said unto him, Rabbi, which is to say, being interpreted, Master, where dwellest thou? He saith unto them, Come and see. And they came and saw where he dwelt, and abode with him that day, for it was about the tenth hour. And one of the two which heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first findeth his own brother Simon, and saith unto him, we have found the Messiah, as, as the, yeah, the, the Messiah, which is being interpreted the Christ. 
and he brought him to Jesus. And when Jesus beheld him, he said, Thou art Simon, the son of Jonah. Thou shalt be called Cephas, which is by interpretation a stone. The day following, Jesus would go forth into Galilee. And findeth Philip, and saith unto him, Follow me. Now Philip was of Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip findeth Nathanael, and saith unto him, We have found him, of whom Moses in the law and the prophets did write, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathanael said unto him, Can there any good thing come out of Nazareth? And Philip said unto him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him, and saith of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no guile. And Nathanael saith unto him, Whence knowest thou thee? Whence knowest thou me? Excuse me. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Before that Philip called thee, when thou wast under the fig tree, I saw thee. Nathanael answered and saith unto him, Rabbi, thou art the Son of God, thou art the King of Israel. Jesus answered and said unto him, Because I say unto thee, I saw thee under the fig tree, believest thou? Thou shalt see greater things than these. And he saith unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Hereafter ye shall see heaven open, and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. And the third day, there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee. And the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus was called and his disciples <clears throat> to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus saith unto him, They have no wine. And Jesus saith unto her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? My hour is not yet come. His mother saith unto the servants, Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. And there were set there six water pots of stone and after the manner a purifying of the Jews containing two or three firkins apiece and Jesus saith unto them fill the water pots with water and they filled them up to the brim and he saith unto them draw out now and bear unto the governor of the feast 
and they bear and they bear it. When the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine, knew not whence it was, but the servants which drew the water knew. The governor of the feast called the bridegroom, saith unto him, Every man at the beginning doth set forth good wine, and when men have well drunk, then that which is worst, but thou hast kept the good wine until now. This beginning of miracles did Jesus in Cana of Galilee and manifested forth his glory and his disciples believed on him. After this he went down to Capernaum. He and his mother and his brethren and his disciples and they continued there not many days. And the Jews' Passover was at hand. And Jesus went up to Jerusalem and found in the temple those that sold oxen and sheep and doves and chargers of money sitting. And when he had made a scourge of small cords, he drove them all out of the temple and the sheep and the oxen and poured out the chargers of money and overthrown the tables and said unto them that sold doves, take these things hence, make not my father's house a house of merchandise. His disciples remember that it was written, the zeal of thy house hath eaten me up. Then answered the Jews, and said unto him, What sign showest thou unto us, seeing that thou doest these things? <clears throat> and Jesus answered and said unto them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. Then said the Jews, Forty and six years was this temple and building, and wilt thou rear it up in three days? But he spake of the temple of his body. When therefore he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this unto them. And they believed the scripture and the word which Jesus had said. Now when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover, in the feast day, many believed in his name when they saw the miracles which he did. But Jesus did not commit himself unto them because he knew all men and needed not that any should testify of men, for he knew what was in men. Man, excuse me. Let me try that again. And needed not that any should testify of man, for he knew what was in man. 
there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh, and whether it goeth. So is every one that is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can these things be? And Jesus answered and said unto him, Unto him, Art thou a master of Israel, and knowest not these things? Verily, verily, I say unto thee, We speak that we do know, and testify that we have seen, and we receive not our and ye receive not our witness if i have told you earthly things and ye believe not how shall ye receive believe if i tell you heavenly things and no man hath ascended up to heaven but he that came down from heaven even the son of man which is in heaven and as, Ma- as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his, own, his only begotten Son, that whosoever, should, whosoever believeth on in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because He hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation, that light is come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. 
For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, either cometh to the light, lest his deeds... Excuse me, let me try it again. Neither... Okay. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds might be made be might be made manifest, that they are wrought in God. After these things came Jesus and his disciples into the land of Judea, and there he tarried with them and baptized. And John also was baptized in Anon, near to Salem, because there was much water there. And they came and were baptized, for John was not yet cast into prison. Then there arose a question between some of John's disciples and the Jews about purifying. And they came unto John and said unto him, Rabbi, he that was with thee beyond Jordan, to whom thou bearest witness, behold, the same baptizes, and all men come to him. John answered and said, A man can receive nothing except it be given him from heaven. Yea, ye yourselves bear me witness that I said, I am not the Christ, but that I am set before him. He that hath the bride is the bridegroom, but the friend of the bridegroom which standeth and heareth him rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. This my joy, therefore, is fulfilled. He must increase, but I must decrease. He that cometh from above is above all. He that is of the earth is earthly, and speaketh of the earth. He that cometh from heaven is above all. And what he hath seen and heard, and that he testifieth, and no man receiveth his testimony. He that hath receiveth his testimony has set to his seal that God is true. For he whom God hath set speaketh the words of God. For God giveth no giveth not the Spirit by measure unto him. The Father loveth the Son, and hath given all things into his hand. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life, and he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. When therefore the Lord knew how the Pharisees 
had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, though Jesus himself baptized not, but his disciples, he left Judea and departed again into Galilee. And he must needs go through Samaria. Then cometh he to a city of Samaria, Samaria, which is called Sychar, near to the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now, Jacob's well was there, and Jesus therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat thus at the well. It was about the sixth hour. There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. And Jesus saith unto her, Give me to drink. For his disciples were gone away unto the city to buy meat. Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it? that thou being a Jew askest drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria. For the Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said unto her, if thou knewest the gift of God, and how and who it is that saith unto thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. The woman saith unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw it with. The well is deep. From whence then Hast thou that living water? Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well, and drank thereof himself, and his children, and his cattle? And Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. And the woman saith unto him, Sir, give me this water, that I thirst not, neither come neither to to draw. And Jesus saith unto her, Go, call thy husband, and come hither. And the woman answered and said, I have no husband. And Jesus said unto her, Thou hast well said, I have no husband. For thou hast had five husbands, and and he whom thou now hast is not thy husband. In that saith thou truly, And the woman saith unto him, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. Our 
fathers worshipped in this mountain. And ye say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. And Jesus saith unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh, when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet in at Jerusalem worship the Father. Ye worship ye know not what. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in the spirit, in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The woman saith unto him, I know that our Messiah cometh, which is called Christ when he is come. He will tell us all things. Jesus saith unto her, I that speak unto you, I that speak unto thee am he. And unto this came his disciples. And marveled that he talked with the woman. Yet no man said, What seekest thou, or why talkest thou with her? The woman then left her water pot and went her way into the city, and saith unto the men, Come, see a man which told me all things that all things that ever I did. Is not this the Christ? Then they went out of the city and came unto him. In the meanwhile, this disciples prayed him, saying, Master, eat. But he said unto them, I have meat to eat that ye know not of. Therefore said the disciples one to another, Hath another man brought him Ought to eat, and Jesus said unto them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me to finish his work. Say not ye, there are yet four months, and then cometh the harvest. Behold, I say unto you, Lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white or white already to harvest. And he that reapeth receiveth wages, and gathereth fruit unto life eternal, that both he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. Therein is that saying true, one soweth and another reapeth. I sent you to reap that whereon Ye bestoweth no labor, other men labored, and ye are entered into their labors. Many of the Samaritans of that city believed on him for the sayings of the woman which testified. And he told 
me of all that ever I did. So when the Samaritans were come unto him, they besought him that he would tarry with them and abode there two days. And many more believed because of his own word. And said unto the woman, Now we believe, not because of thy saying, for we have heard him ourselves, and know that this indeed is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. Now after two days he departed thence, and went into Galilee. For Jesus himself testified that a prophet hath no honor in his own country. Then, when he was come into Galilee, the Galileans received him, having seen all the things that he did at Jerusalem at the feast, for they also went unto the feast. So Jesus came again into Cana of Galilee, where he made the water wine. And there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum. And when he heard that Jesus was come out to Judea into Galilee, he went unto him and besought him that he would come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. Then said Jesus unto him, Except ye see signs and wonders, ye will not believe. The nobleman said unto him, Sir, come down, or my son die. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy son liveth. The man believed the word that Jesus had spoken unto him, and he went his way. And as he was now going... Going down, his servants met him and told him, saying, Thy son liveth. Then inquired he of them the hour when he began to amend. And they said unto him, Yesterday, at the seventh hour, the fever left him. So the father knew that it was at the same hour. In which Jesus said unto him, Thy son liveth. Himself believeth, excuse me, himself believed in his whole household. This is again the second miracle that Jesus did when he was come out of Judea into Galilee. That would be chapter 1 through chapter 4. That'd probably be a good place to stop. Maybe uh, later on, maybe I might do another reading. Uh, Dear Heavenly Father, Almighty God, God, thank you for Jesus. God, thank you for the only hope I got. The only hope any humanity got. Yes. Period. And the rest of the world might think it's foolishness. I understand where they're coming from, but for me, it's my only hope. And... I'm so grateful that I have that hope that you gave you planted that hope in me, God. If I didn't have that hope, I would be the most desperate of men. 
I wouldn't have any hope at all. He's the most desperate of men. The saddest of men. But because I have hope in uh, my Lord and Savior, your only begotten, King of kings and Lord of lords, Jesus Christ, of his resurrection, the truth of him in his him walking on earth, I don't know how long ago it was. God. Was it really 2,000 years ago? Was it 1,700 years ago? You know, evil men have manipulated time for their own means. But thank goodness the spirit, we can trust in the spirit, your spirit. And not their spirits, not their devils and their demons, but your spirit. And, um, and obviously their demons and their devils Fear Jesus, so praise the Lord for that. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Heavenly Father, for that. So I hope. Dear God, I ask of you this night, in these bewitching hours, that you would be merciful to me, that you would loosen thy angels, protect this home, uh, send your mighty angels to protect me, but they're blazing swords to battle any evil did demonic forces and the fallen their fallen angels and drive them away. They protect my son. God, free him. Free him from the evil spirit of of Christmas that blinds children and 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 uh, makes them the uh, spoiling. Spirit of Christmas. It saddens me. Although it was nice seeing my son, the short amount of time he was here at my place, and then he started to snap around, and he even actually started to punch in a Bible story and videos on the internet, which is so reassuring. Uh, God, I ask of you to humble my sister and brother-in-law's heart, help them to realize if there's any way possible that, you know, that it's, it's as we're going to read in the book of John, that it's not by flesh and blood. It's not by the will of man. It's by the Spirit of God that one knows but your man must be born again. And all the rituals and all that don't mean anything. And and, and and if it's how easy it is in rituals to blind be blinded by those rituals and how easy it is to be deceived. It's so important you have that that clear dividing line that these rituals that people are doing, which many times actually are witchcraft. It actually is witchcraft. And you hear the gibberishness and gibbering and all this other stuff that people would do, or it's the, the you know, the partaking of uh, the Eucharist and all this other stuff. These are things that 
don't bless a person. And we, we all are doing things in our own right that are actually cursing ourselves, allowing the demonic entities to indwell us. And God free us from all our activities. And I'm guilty of certain things that I'm doing too. So I'm not judging my my sisters, my sister and brothers, my family members. I'm not. I love them. I'm, I wish we could all pray for each other for the right things, but God just have mercy on us all. God protect us this night. Protect the innocent, the children throughout the world that are being abused through uh, SR, uh, uh, sexual, through satanic rituals, through sexual abuse, through, uh, is it being lied to? We're just being lied to you. Oh, no. God, help us. Um, oh, my God, help us. Fear protection, our edge. Watch over my son, God. Protect him. Give him a thousand portions protection. Send your mighty angels around him. Wake up my his mother. She is so deceived. She doesn't realize what she's doing, God. She doesn't know what she's doing to herself. She lied to me literally three or four times this night, this evening, God. Why? Why? Well, obviously she was doing something she was supposed to be doing right. Why lie? This is a deal possession, God. I'm not saying this to look for sympathy from anybody who might listen to this. I'm saying this because somebody else might be going through the similar thing. All you can do is just pray for her. You know, she thinks I'm her enemy. She's not my enemy. Always my enemy. Except that, you know, we wrestle out against flesh and blood, but uh, it's, you know, uh, powers and principalities and, you know, uh, spiritual wickedness in high places and darkness. That, that's, what's we, that's what we wrestling is. It's not individuals per se, it's not our brothers and sisters, it's not our family members. They can't even help it. We can't help it. So anyways, it's really devastating what Satan has done to so to all of us. Nobody's exempt from it. And there's no way any hope without Jesus. You don't want to spend eternity with Satan and his demons. And then all the other fallen, lost people for eternity. You do not want to spend eternity in hell. You do not. I don't want to. God save me. Have mercy on me, God. Cleanse me. Pour your Holy Spirit in me, God. Save me, God. Save those people I care about. Please save me. 
Allow me to be one of your luck. Nothing else matters, God. Nothing else matters. All the things of this world, all the distractions out there, all the things that we concern ourselves about, all the wars and rumors of wars, all the GMOs, the, the chemtrails, the, uh, the destruction of this planet. Even the demons and the devil himself to matter. If people don't know who Jesus is, which is the solution to all this, salvation, Jesus, Save by faith. If you just believe in Jesus, just ask for faith in Jesus. Without Jesus, there's no other hope. All this nonsense, all these rituals, and all this mental gymnastics from all these different religions and cults, and all this thing's been thrown at you, folks. If you don't know Jesus... It's for not. It's literally for not. It's hopeless. It's for not. It's for not. So though you, I hope you had a, you know, uh, a great, you know, time, best of time with your family and all that kind of thing, but you know what? time to get ground. It's time to get real. I pray that every one of you do something like this. Start a YouTube channel. Start a uh, a blog talk. A, it could even be something like this. You can use a blog talk YouTube channel. Uh, there's um, talk shoe, all sorts of things. Flood the internet with God's word, the truth of Jesus. The hour is short. Everything, none of this is going to matter. Fashion, your, your fancy clothes, I see sons, moms, you got all this fancy clothes on, he's being all special, you know, feeling like she's like on top of the world, like she's something real special, right? This is, this is the best it's going to be for her. It hurts to see it because I know if she doesn't accept Jesus, she goes, well, we got a prayer group. But she won't talk about Jesus. She didn't say anything about Jesus to my son today. My son never would have heard anything about Jesus today if he didn't spend some time with me. So I praise God for that. You know, all the fancy clothes in the world don't mean a thing. And I know, well, this is what women want, and this is what women want. They don't mean anything. The makeup, the fancy clothes. Well, it's good to dress up. No, no it doesn't mean anything. You're just fooling yourself. Well, it makes you feel good to wear that fancy clothes. It don't mean anything. That feels makes you feel good to live in that big house. It, that don't mean anything. When they say you can't take that to heaven... They're not kidding. Well, this is not a sin to have nice things and have money. 
And no one ever said that. But at the same token, it don't mean anything either. It's so shallow. It's so empty. Jesus wants to have nice things. Yeah, he wants to have nice things. He does. The nice things that he gave you. His nice things are far superior than things of this world. Prince of this world. God have mercy on us all. The reason I speak this way is not because I'm any better than anybody else. I speak this way only because of experience. Because I've gone down this road. The pretty women, eh, satisfied for a season. The clothes, satisfied for a season. This, that, and the other. God spared me not going, not allowed me easy to have all these things, the burdensome of a half a million dollar home or anything like that, or you know a hundred thousand dollar car and all this other stuff that guys and I know and they're just trapped by this thing. That's all it is. It's a trap. I've had other traps, I've burdensome schools and debt and or student loan debt and all this other stuff, but. And the all, it all adds up to the same thing. A debt. Trap. A poor man's bond, slave, enslavement. That you will pay off the rest of your life. And you'll never have enough time to focus on God. And never enough time to focus on, on what really matters is God and your family. And you'll be chased your your tail like some poor lost animal, which is not who you are. And who they're really after is is God's children. Are you one of God's children? That's where we're gonna go. That's where they're after. And they're going to get you to chase their tail over and over and over. They're going to try to convince you that it's not satisfactory. It's not fulfilling to be one of God's children. It's not fulfilling to pray our life. It's not fulfilling to talk to God. It's not fulfilling prayer. They're going to convince you that you it's lonely being with God. It's lonely prayer, praying to God. It's lonely reading His Word. It's, it's lonely contemplating His Word. They're going to convince you that what you're going through are hormones, and uh, it's just natural drives. I'm going to tell you something. Those aren't natural drives. Those are demonic drives. They'll keep pushing you and pushing you and pushing you, and they'll push unnatural drives of lust and perversions, of sins, and they'll push the seven deadly sins in you over 
and over and over. And those seven deadly sins are what pushes you and pushes you and pushes you. Am I saying there's not it's not good to have a little bit of drive, maybe sure to take care of your children, your family? I'm not saying that. But it's also a good idea to have real balance. There's only one way to have balance, and that's through Jesus. You can't find balance through t- radio, through the internet, and through television. You can't find balance through your work and women and the things of this world. You can only find balance through Jesus. Jesus, Jesus alone. I hope you've realized that. It took me, it's taken me 50 years to realize that. And I'm not like unique in this. How many men right now are saying the same thing? How many men before me are saying the same thing? And how, how much time is left for men to say, be able to say that after? It doesn't look too promising. <clears throat> God have mercy on us all. God save us. God save us. Dear Lord Jesus, save us.